Oh. Now we're ready. Five. <laughs> Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Come Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Okay. That would have been funny. Say, we're not ready again. No, that would have been funny because the first time we did the countdown, I was like, I'm not recording. And I was like, wait, now I can start recording. And there it is. Welcome back. Happy hour listeners. My name's Dave. Glaucus123, which is incorrect. It's Metal Dave one on threads now. Fucking social media. I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello. I've returned from a long and arduous journey. Um, and I'm still on Twitter at H-I-V-E-R-H-O-I-T on Twitter. And we're the happy hour at happy hour pod on threads. YouTube.com slash happy hour and happy hour.com. We are recording after the triumph. The absolute triumph. Of the Habs down at The Rock in Newark, Jersey. Because uh, that place sucks. Um, Newark. Prudential Center is actually really nice. But Newark itself is a little weird. Um, Habs win. 3-2. to two. Who would have thought? It was 2 Regulation. In regulation. So, I looked, at, I looked that up. I looked that up, by the way. And? Um, now, unless I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. It is today. Today is historic. Today is the first time that the Habs have won two games in a row in regulation this season. Amazing. Ah. Amazing. It's literally the first time this season. We are witnessing history. It took them until January to do it, but it finally happened. Every other time that they've won two in a row, shootout, regulation, overtime, regulation, never two regulation wins in a row. There's something to be said about that in many, many, many different ways. Yes. 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 Well, there it is. Montembeau! Was in net tonight. I was shocked because they actually held on to the game. Um, we can talk about that. So let's 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 get into how how much fun we had tonight at the Rock. And one remembers the Rock, one of the greatest action movies ever created, starring Sean Connery. Welcome to the Rock. Where the fuck's my scoring sheet? Why do they do this? Just give me the fucking goals. Yuri Slavkovsky. Starts off the scoring in the first period with a feed from Caulfield that came out of nowhere was, behind them. That was sick. It was pretty sweet. Caulfield, Caulfield, this was one of Caulfield's better games of the season. Not to say that he had particularly bad games. Whatever his friend fed him for dinner last night, he needs to eat that. Yes. What, who is his friend on the Devils? Tyler Toffoli. No, 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 no. There oh, was another. No, he saw another Team friend. USA something something. Yeah, when I, I don't, I forget. They, they, oh, I saw it. They, they mentioned it. They so did they, too. They had dinner. 
I don't remember. But yeah, anyways. He needs to eat that again. Yes, he does. Maybe he had like escargot for the first time or something. I don't know. Uh, it's Whatever possible. New... It's possible. A garbage plate. Maybe he had it's New Jersey. Maybe he had his first garbage plate. And then he said, I'm just gonna be absolutely filthy on the ice tonight. I'm here for it. I'm garbage for plate's it. a Jersey thing? I thought so. I know it's I know it's also like a New York thing. Jenna say. Marble, where's Jenna Marbles from? She is originally from, I think, Rochester. Okay, so maybe I'm getting that because I know she talked about it, but I thought she was from New Jersey. So I don't. What do they eat in New Jersey? She, Jenna Marbles made most of her like early like famous videos while she was in Massachusetts. I thought wasn't that the case? I could I, be wrong. I do not know. Clearly, I do not know anything about Jenna Marbles' geography. Well, her and I are good friends, so, you know, yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. Whatever, we know. just we just don't talk ever. It's cool. That's fine. Or text or anything. I have no idea how her dogs are doing. The day that Marbles dies, I will Oh, yeah. Wait, like, that dog has National to be, like, day of 17 now. That's yeah. an old dog. National day of mourning. Yeah. Little dogs live forever, though. Yes, they do. He's yes, they very do. small. He could fit inside this pencil case. Speaking of little dogs, and speaking of firsts, <laughs> Sean Monahan's breaking into uh, the offensive zone um, in the second period. Uh, Deeks a bit off to the side of the crease there. And uh, is being a bit cute with it. Why so? Pray tell. Why would a veteran scorer be cute with the puck in the in a prime scoring position? Well, because Josh Waugh, Joshua Waugh, call up from uh, Laval, is streaking in on the other side of the crease. Monahan gives him the tap. Waugh does not make a mistake. Easy goal. 2 nothing Habs. Josh Waugh's yes. first NHL goal ever. 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 First point, first goal. That's right. Good for him. He was a call-up uh, for yesterday. No, not yesterday's game, but the uh, last game. Yeah, against the Avalanche, right? Or was he a call-up during uh, the Oilers? Now I don't know. I'm going to check I think that. he got called up. <clears throat> I'm looking After for him. Looking for the- him. He was in the game against the Oilers. Was he in the game against the Sharks? I don't think so. No, because they, I think they said he will join the team on Friday. Yeah. And he got called up. So he was not in the Sharks game. So he joined the team on Friday. Wait, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. He joined the team in Montreal on Friday. Yeah. So then, yeah, then his first game was against the Oilers. All right. Because it's such, it's such a long trek from, I mean, unless... The rocket were out of town. I don't know. I yeah, actually, I'm not sure where the wa- rocket was. It's such was a this long weekend. trek from Laval <laughs> to Montreal. Well, shorter than a shorter than freaking uh the ice caps where they were playing out of. Yeah. Nova Scotia, St. John's, I should say. St. John's, yeah. Um, Newfoundland. That's right. Now I recall. I miss the ice Over caps. There. I thought yeah. they were a lot of fun. Anyway. Um, so great, two nothing going into uh, the third period. Granted, uh, the problem with the third period is that it started on a four minute minor, or it was half of. I think it was half of. Yeah, but then there was like, yeah, but then there was another penalty called at yes. some point. 
<clears throat> so at first it yeah. was the the second part of Nick's double minor because I didn't I don't know I admit I I I've watched the replay and I'm missing something because I I thought like he fell and then his stick went up and they were like oh that's a high stick and there's and there's blood, blood apparently too yeah so it's like the same thing with ghoulies one too ghoulie got yeah. called with for a high stick i'm like i don't that really touched that guy in down. the face like there was like the last game against the avalanche was oh my god i was losing my mind with the officiating in that game i think you yeah, one of the games i was i was going fucking crazy as i usually do yeah. and um like, at one point, Evans, I think, was called for an embellishment or something like that in whatever the last game it was. I think it was against yeah. the Avalanche. It's so stupid. Like, man, like, if you want to make a game actively terrible, yeah, Jake Evans, embellishment. And while John, Josh Mason, Manson, Evans was called for embellishment and Manson got called for the interference against Evans. So it's like, okay... How are you doing? Can you embellish an actual call? Like he was interrupted, but ah, whatever. Fucking dumb. I'm trying to find the other penalty, and I yeah cannot. So, but the problem is, is that in that four minute minor, at uh you know that they were doing uh devil score twice. First one, um, um, um Laramie Hughes uh, gets his eighth of the season on the power play, uh, through a screen that there was no chance in hell Montembeau was going to get that. Now, with that being said... I'm glad you can admit that. The first two periods with Montembeau saved the, the Habs-Bacon. There was no way that the Habs would have been in this game without Montembeau. Wow. Now, that second... Wow. History. History. That, uh, that second goal that Holtz scored, Montembeau saw that the entire way. And it's like, oh, we did have a lead. And now we do not have a lead. And now we are here without a lead but thankfully um the Habs have a guy named Cole Caulfield on the team and him Monaghan and uh Harris combined uh to give the Habs the th uh the three two uh the leading goal there three two so good for them on that and after that it was a mad scramble for Jersey to you know try to score and they couldn't for whatever reason uh good defense on the Habs end and cannot they haven't had a, an empty net goal in a while i think the last person that did an yeah. empty net goal for the habs was josh anderson when he got his first of the season yeah that sounds right to me yeah it sounds right to me too so how about that so habs get one in the bank great well two technically if we want to talk about it um yeah. that's good good for them now the the game that shocked the world i think was the last game avalanche meeting uh the Habs in Montreal which was on Monday oh yeah okay, Har so happy Martin my, Luther King Day everybody one of my good friends is an Avs fan and they texted me they're they're a newer hockey fan um they were like how do you think tonight's gonna go and I was like well we suck so congratulations in advance because it's Colorado yeah and they're naturally they're decent. they're a damn good I was just team like, sit back relax enjoy your win it's fine and I was like, I'm just here for the vibes. And yet. Um, and, and then the house were like, um, bitch, you thought. Because actually. We're going to 
come play some hockey. They said, Beth was not a vibe. And we're going yeah. to play some fucking uh, hockey. Mm -hmm. Eve, little faith. Exactly. Now, granted, with that being said, it was Ryan or River Colton. Uh, this was the return of Druen to the Bell Center as well. Very big it's deal. Ross Colton. Ross? Ross. Not like, like not like Roscoe or something like that? No, it's R-O-S-S. -S. Not R-O-U-S. Uh, Rodents of Unusual Sides. R-O-S-S. -S. Gotcha. Well, Ross Colton on the power play scores for the abs, giving them the uh, lead with uh, within five minutes uh, with an assist from Druan. Uh, granted, that was a short-lived lead as Yorai Slavkovsky. Power play goal from Suzuki and Caulfield. Um, oh, yeah, that was a very nice dangle there of a goal, too. That was very sweet. And it was also a power play goal. Yes, it was. Also a power play goal. Which means that the Habs have power play goals in... No, wait. Do they have a power play goal tonight? No. I was just looking. Okay, regardless. Power play goal for Slavkovsky. This was, of course, followed by the second period where, you know... They take the 1-1 tie into the second period. Great. Everyone's thinking, ah, this could have been worse. Well, then it became worse. As Kale McCarr, the greatest defenseman to ever live since Bobby R, makes a 2-1 Colorado within a minute, within like a minute and a second. It was a minute, literally a minute and one second. Minute one. Slap shot. There it goes. And uh, the Habs from... left us Ugh. with bated breath. There it was. Girded loins for 15 minutes and 7 seconds. 2-1 Coles. Too goddamn long. That's right. But thank God, Rafael Harvey Pinar is on the team and actually back in playing action. Who yes. nets his first of the season with assists from Jake Evans and Brendan Gallagher. 2-2. Uh, Habs are tied with the Avs. How strange to take that into the third period. Only to be followed by uh, an early power play for the halves, which see Cole Caulfield scoring at home. Cole Caulfield's on a bit of a heater, a streak, I think, yeah. of a couple uh, games, given that he scored in this game and the game that we just talked about in Jersey. Uh, Suzuki and Matheson with the assists on that. The Habs have a lead for the first time in the game. Oh, my God. Can it Amazing. actually happen? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, unfortunately, the other Taves, the lesser Taves, uh, I don't even scores. think they're related. Yeah, I don't think so either, but it's like Taves is such have, a, like, why do they, it's like, why, do, why do you both play in the NHL? Yeah. And you have this unusual last name and you're not even related. Yeah, you guys, you're not like the stalls. All right, come on. Yeah, fuck like off. the stalls, the Hugheses. There's nobody else. Sedines when they did it. Yeah. Other people when they did it too. So it's 3-3 tied. Again, it's then, like, oh, hey, we're tied. Hey, that's okay. I mean, the Habs can be tied with the Avs. That's no problem. Yeah, but then. Unexpected. Then, god damn it. The one man Armia. I love him so much. He had, said, himself an, had himself an entire game against the, the Avalanche as well. The man, he played like a man possessed. He was like, it's I like, am tired of these mountain men exactly. coming in. And it's just, it's my it's, arena. Every three months, Armia has a game, and this was one he's, of them, and it culminated. Like, I'm here to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. And then it culminated in a goal assisted Monahan and Savar, but Armia, seventh of the season, gives a ha give the Habs a lead, and 
They couldn't do anything about it. Avs couldn't do anything about it. And he smiled after this goal. He did? He, he gave us a facial expression of happiness after this goal. That he did. Him being the last Finn on the team, aside from, oh, wait, nope. Elenin is not a Finn. He is yeah. technically American. An Arizonan, of yeah. all things. Samesies. So, yeah. So, Armia, you know, being the sole remaining uh, Finn after the departure of Lekkonen and Kotka Niemi. Of all the players of the finish line to stay with the Habs, Armia. That's crazy. I mean, sometimes he's like our little Finnish army knife. He's like, ka-chow. Yeah, I, he is. Because, I mean, I remember... Sauna this. It might have been the last game I saw at MSG. Like, freaking. It must have been before COVID, too. Um, yeah, it was Habs in uh, New York City uh, at MSG. And Armia had a hat trick. Casual. Won it in overtime. I was like, oh my yeah. god, that was was that Armia again to complete the Hattie? And it was. I was like, holy shit. It's freaking crazy. Absolutely nuts. Actually, I'm gonna look that up really quick. Just likes to keep everybody on their toes. Wait, what the hell? Did Armia have a hat trick last season? Apparently he did. Against the Capitals. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't even remember that. Oh, wait, I am starting to remember it now. It was a it was a game 6-2 against the Caps. Jesus. Jeez Louise. That that blows my oh my god, that blows my mind. What the hell? Suzuki had a shorthanded goal. What? I don't remember this game at all. Anyway, whatever. That's not the game I'm looking for. Huh. Uh, Rangers. I just want to see when it was. That's all I'm trying to find. When was this game? Uh, oh, I don't want it to play video. No video. It was. Yep. No. Yes. It was. 2019. March. Mm. Jesus. That's what like four or five seasons ago now. That's wow. almost it'll be it's almost five seasons ago. It's like a goddamn lifetime in hockey. hockey That's a terms. kindergartner. Yeah. It's a kindergartner ago. Yeah, it seriously was. Oh my god. A whole life. So there's that. So those are the good games. Then we can talk about the bad games. Or at least games that they did not win. That overtime with freaking Yeah, yeah, yeah. That overtime against the Oilers. You can only tempt the Edmonton power play so many times until it actually comes through and that's pretty much what happened in that game uh caulfield again uh opened the scoring for the habs uh two minutes in uh, with a power play suzuki and matson on the uh assists there um and it was one nothing throughout the whole game until the third period dry dry cycle scores in the first 40 seconds of the third period to tie it up goes nothing and then it's um yeah overtime power play in overtime a 4v3 in that regard, and uh, Oilers uh, notch it. And oh, I remember I was pissed about that one because it was the it was a shot that Montembeau had, and then it just kind of danced over his shoulder, and there it was. But what can you do? You can't win them all. Yeah, so that's so bad. Can. The worst game though was losing against the Sharks. 
That made me so angry. That was abysmal, awful, terrible. It was too nothing in the first period until Gallagher scored. That was probably the highlight of the entire game there, Gallagher scoring, yeah. getting his seventh of the season. Uh, but it just, the San Jose just, they didn't let up. 2-1 after the first, second period, um, Akhotiuk, I don't even know who that guy is, gets his first of the season. 3-1 San Jose in the second period. And Anderson had um, had a bit of life, gave the Habs another like, goal. In losing to the San Jose Sharks in regulation. Nope. Why? There's no reason not to happen. permissible. Not this season. No, absolutely not. That was a disaster. Now that being said, um the only other game that we had to talk about that we didn't talk about is Habs at Flyers. Uh this was a bit of a game. Oh yeah, this is another one of my favorites because a thing happened that has been a theme for the Habs. Can't hold a lead. Habs yeah. go up 2-0 against the Flyers. Monaghan and Savar with goals in the first period, followed then by Owen Tippett, who actually scored on a wrist shot, not a tipping. Uh, so the first period ends 2-1. Second period starts, uh, mm, Frost scores on the power play. <laughs> and it's 2-2. Uh, Third period, nothing. Overtime, nothing. Shootout. It was like seven or eight rounds. No, no, it was, was uh, done pretty easy. Uh oh, hold on. Who? Or was it? Oh, the Oilers one was. Yeah, was the Oilers one went on for a bit, but Jesus uh, Christ. but uh, uh, Couturier, Couturier, yeah, Couturier. Hmm, I don't know how to say his name. Um, <clears throat> Couturier. Sean Couturier. Oh, Couturier. Damn, Couturier. I do know. I do yeah. know how to say his name. That guy's been playing hockey for like eighty years. Yeah, he looks like. He looks like a teacher. He looks like a bootlegger. He looks very tired. Why he looks you... very tired. Look I mean, at... hockey's a tough sport. Um, so he oh, gets the lone goal in the shootout. Uh, Suzuki misses. Uh, Suzuki save. Caulfield saved. Ilanen save. And there it was. It was all saves except for the one that, oh. uh, that went by. And that was a game with Primo. Poor guy. Jean Couturier is younger than me. Is he? He's so tired. Yeah, he's he's, he's younger uh, than you. Then he's younger 7th, than me. He, we were born in the same city. He's also from Phoenix, Arizona. But um, he was born uh like almost nine months after me. Damn! Look at yeah. that. Look at what you could have done. I could have been a tired man on the Philadelphia. I could have been a tired man on the Philadelphia being coached by fucking. <laughs> no, fucking. Face, no, uh, Tortorella. God. Oh my God, what like, a what a okay, bro! About that, I'm about that. Like, imagine, like that that we we applied for a job and then some, we went on Glassdoor and we were like, everybody that works here is terrible. They were like, everybody that works here is terrible. They put thumbtacks in your lunchbox and Very they rude. pee in your gas tank and they pour Nickelodeon slime on you every single day for Very the first rude. 90 days and then you get a dollar raise maybe and they also steal your lunch and they key your car and steal your girlfriend and kill your dog like I mean at least it's better than Corey people, Perry 
regular people get to be informed about their workplace and make decisions based on things that they find out from other people like i athletes athletes have no trade clauses i have no problem with any prospect being like this team that drafted me I, there's some shit i've heard about them that's going on with this personnel person or whatever and being like i don't want to sign with them that's fine like if i were a prospect that got drafted by chicago in recently i would be like absolutely the fuck not i'm not signing shit john tortorella absolutely fuck not i'm not signing shit like it's an interesting pissed, situation think uh everybody that is thinks he's like an entitled little brat i'm like this is literally his whole his life this is impacts his life if he doesn't want to work in that environment for whatever fucking reason he has every right to say no well why bother having a draft that's what have, that's what it comes down to at that point um i mean it's not happening like all the time like it's not where it's every other it's every single person saying oh I don't like this team that drafted me. I don't want to go. But, like, I I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody doing that. It's an interesting thing because um, Brian Wilde tweeted about that when it happened, saying that, uh, and I, I want to be able to find the tweet now, but he was essentially saying that, I mean, if we just have prospects say that they're not going to play for a certain team, it it breaks down the entire point of having a draft. Like why draft people if they're like well I want to play for this team instead? Well, it adds a. But I mean they they it also adds a have wedge that whole things. thing where they're where if they don't sign, if it, I mean it's like they prospects have limited power anyway. When it comes to like their ELCs and everything, like and they're human beings. It's not where they're just like robots or pawns or whatever. Like. <clears throat> If they want to go back and be be re, be redrafted, or if they want to just like burn through their ELC and they're like, I want to go do something else, like I don't I don't understand what the problem is with that. If they're not happy with whatever's going on where they're currently at, like it's also this. It's I don't see what the difference is between that and then asking for a trade. Isn't that what he did, though? Is that he did ask for a trade of some sort? No, he wouldn't talk to... He wouldn't talk to them. He, um... I don't... He... <clears throat> I don't I, I don't know if he... he I, I, maybe he indirectly asked for a trade. But, like, they... They did something to find out um, about teams he would play for. But he said, like, I don't want... I'm not going to play for you. Um... And he wouldn't talk to the team. And so he he did not, as, as far as I'm aware, did not like verbatim ask for a trade. Hmm. Interesting. Yep, it's interesting. Have to see if uh, some other prospects follow suit. Which I doubt they will. Because um, I can't recall the last time somebody did this aside from, oh, I don't know, Drouin? Even though he wasn't even like a prospect like that. He had a few years in... The Crunch had that one amazing playoff with the Lightning. Yeah, then the two years with the Crunch, and then he's like, I'm not going to play at my standard, get traded to the Habs. And then he had the years of the Habs. Now he's with the Avalanche. He's doing well with the Avalanche. I mean, sometimes it is the setting. I mean, 
well-ish. I mean, uh, living, yeah, fine. He's probably having a much better time in Colorado. Uh, but what, what is it there? Like uh, 10 goals in whatever season? Uh, he, Which is funny. That he, he scores a lot. Well, him. I mean, comparatively, I recall uh, the the call, John Bartlett was saying that, you know, Jonathan Drouin has 10 goals a season with Colorado, which is more than his previous three seasons with the Habs. It's like, oh yeah, that is right. He wasn't that great with the Habs. And sometimes that's just how it is. Yep. So, but I mean, anyway, Drouin had a lot of, um, had a lot of expectations and that was not the case. So now he's just top line with McKinnon doing things. He was also the third highest ice time uh, of forwards that game against the Habs. Not sure if that was just because it was Montreal or whatever else have you, but look at that. Look at that. And I just think that, like, we have to remember that, like, variables are variables. Yes, they are. And hockey is not played on paper. No. With 10 goals... What the fuck is this? With 10 goals, Drouin would be the forced, the fourth goaliest Hab if he was still a Hab. That's fun. I mean, look at look at um Thomas Tatar. Like Thomas Tatar was literally like a freebie that was thrown in in a trade from Vegas. And he was doing so much better with Montreal than he was in Vegas. Like, it's not, <clears throat> it, environment definitely has something to do with it. I'd say that, um, freaking that, um, that team that he got traded from with the Knights, though, they, they were and still are so stacked with talent that I don't think Tatar had much chance to maneuver, you know, as good as a player as he is. Uh, so he kind of, um, thrived in Montreal cause he got ice time, but, um, regardless, that's not here, there, or anywhere. Um, what's going on next? Oh, we have another game tomorrow against the Ottawa Senators, which are always fun affairs with no drama. Um, I just hope nobody gets nobody on our on the Habs gets injured. Because remember, um, this is the Habs team without Doc, Newhook, or Pearson at the moment yeah. too, because Pearson was. On and off, pretty good. More on than off most nights. But, yeah, um, there's that. And they lost last night to um, the Avalanche, like, I think 7-4. to four. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, the Sanders are having themselves a season. And I just oh. laugh every time that I remember. So, in the off season, all they were all, we're going to, we're winning the cup this year. This is our year, blah, blah, blah. Um Vladimir Tarasenko elected to sign with them. And it's been, it's just been the same crap all the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh, look at that. This, the Ottawa Senators put in three, three wins in regulation. Damn. Must be nice. Hmm. Hell, they got three, three wins in a row twice this season. Habs have not done that. Three three wins in a row. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Their their greatest streak maybe, in the past decade tomorrow. is 
well, not past decade, but their greatest streak in like the last five years is four wins in a row. I think the best streak the Habs have had in recent memory would be with Michel Therrien, and they started the season like 9-0 and or something like that. 9-0-1. Back in like 2015 or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, Habs are, going, Habs are really going for it. And then they blew it. Rest of the season was pretty unremarkable. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if that's the season that Therrien got canned and then they brought in uh, Claude... I don't remember. That's okay. the, the Valentine's Day. Let's yep, Valentine's Day massacre. Let's see. My Let's phone see. wants to Google Michelle Branch instead. Michelle Branch is playing. No, my phone instead of Michelle Terrian. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Um. No. So. Uh, he was fired in 2017, Valentine's Day 2017. Oh. Okay, maybe. You, hmm. So he got two. He had two more years after that nine game. Run. I'm ballparking that one too. I don't remember the last time when that was. Yeah. I had some news. Where the frick is it? No, not that, not that, not that. Oh, the fun one. That's right. In St. Jerome, there's a brand new Blue Blanc Bouge rink inaugurated. Uh, wait, what? Oh, the Laurentines. Okay, yeah, it's the first outdoor rink at the Montreal Canadiens Children Foundation. Uh, I was put together in the Laurentines uh, region, which nice. is very nice. Um, as, as always, uh, the Children's Foundation does this all over the place uh building outdoor rinks for people to use it's a nice looking complex too so that's fun uh there was also the hughes mid-season uh review much loaded and talked about um and it's just not a lot of surprise there frankly not a lot of surprise um he was asked about injuries which is always a big old thing with the Habs. Um, he didn't want to go through a list of injuries. Didn't, don't, didn't want to go through another season of injuries. Losing Doc in the first period of the second game yeah. of the year was complicated. Um, which is crazy, too, because Doc is the only Hab right now with a point-per-game uh, stat <laughs> this season because he did do that. Yeah, Freaking guy. What else was going on? Uh, the three goalie tandem situation. Um, that was Hughes' deci- decision, and yeah, because they didn't want to put promo on waivers yet. So three goalies, it is for now. Yeah. Uh, he was asked about how the Rocket are doing. Uh, he says that the team is winning. Actually, the Rocket, come to think of it, are doing much better nowadays. At the beginning of the season, they were horrible. Uh, we're having themselves not a great time. They are now not last in the division. Do you want to know who is last in the division, though? Yes. The fucking Marlies. Good. That shocks me because they have been good for a while. Now, I say that, and it is actually super tight points-wise for the bottom 
three uh oh my god positions in the division so it goes the rocket the utica comets then the marlies and uh rocket with 36 points comets with 35 marlies with 34 so they're right neck and neck for the last bit there that's too bad and okay. speaking of um the lions in the echl had themselves a rip-roaring start to the season being in first place for a long time, they are now in eighth in the Eastern Conference. And for some reason, the ECHL doesn't do a whole league ranking, which is um, too bad. But yeah, they fell off pretty bad there. And surprisingly, my local team, the Adirondack Thunder, are killing it. Oh, let me see um, where, hold on. Oh, I already got it up. Who are you looking for? Norfolk Admirals. Norfolk? Norfolk? Nor. It's spelled Norfolk, but it's Norfolk. Norfolk, 10th in the conference. Okay. Right behind the Lions, points-wise. But, yeah, that's nuts. I mean, they're never great. It's fine. Yeah, Lions kind of dropped off quite a bit there. Yep, Lions are 17, 18, and 2. While the top team, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, are 26, 10, and 1. So, 26, 10, 1 is the top team. Paul Riviere, 17, 18, 2. That's too bad. Well, that was fun while they were good. Yay. Too oh, bad. Hockey. So sad. Aside from that, I don't have a whole lot other news to report. I don't either. Yeah, me neither. Unless you want to talk about Rem Pitlick. And it was and it was in 2015 that they had their 10 game winning streak. 10 game streak, man. Those oh. were the days. Those were the days. Max Pacioretty mm. on the team. Go look at schedules results. Here. Let me see here. Yep, nine wins, and then they lost against the fucking Canucks. Oh God. Yeah, that was awful. Terrible. Who else was on that team? Curious. Uh, do they show it? I'm on hockey reference. They ought oh. to have the roster from back then. Yeah. Since I am, like I said, out of stuff to talk about. Head results, schedule results. Team I want to say Daniel Carr, but he was later. Daniel Carr? Yeah. Yeah, he was later. He was but like 2017. I think 2015 or 2016 was when Union won the NCAA. And that's, you know, around Albany where I live. And mm -hmm. the place was blowing up when that when that happened. It was a it's pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. Where the hell is the roster? That's gonna make me angry. Plecky was there. Roster. There we go. Suban, Markov, oh, Darnay. Sven Andragetto. Remember him? Oh my god! Remember him? Uh, yes. Mark Barbario with the mustache. Victor Bartley. Jesus. Oh, Nathan... Daniel Carr was there. Ooh, Greg Patteron. Oh, that's right. Oh. With his freaking wife. That was Ugh. hilarious. So yeah, okay. So Union must have been either 2014 or 20. Mike Condon. Look at I that. love him. JDLR, Jacob De La Rose, DeHarnay. Brett Lernout. 
John so, Scott. Perfect. <laughs> this was this was like I think the, the season where everything started to come apart. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Tenorti. Yeah, the Dustin Tokarski, Dale Weiss. Jesus. Ben Mar- Scrivens. Yep, still. Oh my God, Ben Scrivens. Still had uh, Andre Markov, Stefan Mateau, Mike McCarron, Charles Houdon. We had five goalies that year. That's awesome. Thomas Fleischman. Wow. That's a name. Wow. He, I was at the game in Pittsburgh where he had two goals. And I was like, yes, Thomas Fleischman. Fuck yeah. Okay. Another throwback. This is from before he this is from before 2015 um mm-hmm. tory mitchell came up in conversation the other day scory mitchell all right yeah awesome i had a, the hugest crush on him back when i first became a habs fan i don't know why i just whenever they used his photo for like the game day uh-huh. announcement photo i was like swooning on mm-hmm. that's awesome that's awesome. Wow, Max Pacioretty played 82 games that season. Holy shit. That's, that's Im- probably the last fucking time. That's impossible. That, is, just, that is unreal. He just played his first five games with the Capitals. That's like, crazy. Since New Year's. Yep, Patches. And he scored a few goals. Galchenyuk had 82 games. Plakanic, of course, 82 games. And Markov, Markov 82, 82 games. games. That's fucking nuts. That was, that's yeah. incredible. Bud Holloway had him for a game. Wow, memory lane. That was that was the winner. That was the Euro that we did the Winter Classic against Boston. Yes, and that <sighs> was great. Oh my god! I was there for that live, and it was awesome. I literally, I was late to work on purpose so I could Whoa. drive to work during intermission, and I were and I wore my jersey to work, and my boss like had to like make me take it off. I was wearing it was my yep. first jersey that I ever owned. It was it, it's a I still have it. I never wear it, but it's a Brendan Gallagher women's cut because I didn't know any better. Um, but I You're was allowed. jumping on the couch, huh? You're allowed. God damn it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it also doesn't fit anymore. But like, I ordered it like. And it arrived like two days before the Winter Classic, and I was so excited to wait. Oh my gosh, that was a great fucking day! And then that was a great day. That was a great fucking day. I um, yep. Daniel Carr had a goal in that game. Yeah. Gallagher, Mike Condon was in net, and that was great. Simple plan. That was the season of Mike Condon. Simple plan did the national anthem, yes. the Canadian national anthem, and then some jerk off from America's Got Talent did the American one. I don't even remember. That was a good time. Good year. Yeah. That might have been the final, like, yes, we still have a that chance was, year. So twenty. That season was the first time I went to an NHL game ever. I went. It was um, it was towards the end of the season, and I lived in South Carolina at the time, and I went down to Tampa. And I saw the Habs beat the Lightning in Mike Condon's first ever NHL shutout. Oh, hell yeah. In 2016. That's awesome. Would you believe that the next season in 2016-17, the Habs beat Colorado 10-1? to Wow, I don't remember this. I don't remember that game much either. Time is a thief. Uh, year after that uh, was the game against Detroit that they won ten to one, and Paul Byron I think had two goals in that one. I love Paul Byron. I'm trying to recall. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when those two 
awful games against the Columbus Blue Jackets happened in that one weekend. No, not that one. That was... I feel like that was... Was that 2018? It's hard to tell. Hard to see. Hard to see. Because it was like two games... Like back to back, they had against uh, the Blue Jackets, and they lost terribly. Can't find it. I don't think we're gonna find it. I'm not gonna find it. So I'm sputtering here. Well, that's the lockout. It was season. 2016. Blue Jackets beat Canadians 10 nothing, November 4, 2016. November. November 4, 2016. Oh. Josh Anderson scored two goals against the Habs that night. Ugh. (laughs) What a lame ass. (laughs) That's too bad. But Habs finished first in the Atlantic. Oh, right. That was the... Wasn't that the playoff against the... uh, Rangers or whatever that was. Probably. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't oh, that was the year we had Al Montoya. Good old Al. Good old Al. And Steve Ott. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yep. Gotta put it. Was that there. also the Dwight King year? Uh oh yeah, when when uh I remember it so vividly when Mark Bergevin was so happy that he got Dwight King. The only thing I remember about Dwight King is that silly face meme. Yeah. Where he's like crossing his eyes. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. I don't have anything else. I think we can I think we can Yeah. Trick that stone down early. Um anyway, Habs, their next game that makes that makes a difference here. Is tomorrow, tomorrow against Ottawa against in Ottawa. at home? No, in Ottawa. in Ottawa. In Ottawa. Yep. So tomorrow, Ottawa in Ottawa. Then Saturday, hockey night in Canada, Boston in Boston. And uh, then the Habs next week are back home to face Ottawa again. Yeah. Um, Habs have three wins this month out of eight games played, which you know. That's 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 a thing that happens. With that being yeah. said, uh, the current stretch of games, uh, they have five out of six possible points in the past three games, including yeah. against uh, the Oilers, Avalanche, and Jersey, all of which are considered better teams than the Habs. Than, Though I think the, the Oilers, yeah. too, are actually struggling a bit, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. that's it for us. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Have yourselves a good night. Do not freeze to death outside. Don't do it. It's cold. Put on several jackets. Goodbye.